Lord bless you so much. Amen. Praise the Lord. What day is it today? It's a privilege and honor for me to be preaching on this day. Amen. I don't know why, but my husband just told me that on Father's Day you are preaching. And I couldn't object. I couldn't say so much why, but I'm a lady and just said no. You are preaching on Father's Day. So, amen. God is good. And all the time, I love the presence of God, and I respect the presence of God. I enjoy the presence of God. So you might not understand why some of the things. But anyway, as I preach tonight, today, I think some things will also become clear. Amen. I've, put the, I've titled my, the, the sermon as Break Forth by the Anointing. Break Forth by the Anointing. I want us to go back to the scripture that we have been reading over the past few weeks, Isaiah 54, Isaiah 54 from verse 1 to about 3. Okay. Sing, O barren woman, you who never bore a child, burst into song, shout for joy. You were never in labor, because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Verse 4, do not be afraid. You will not suffer shame. Do not fear disgrace, you will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. Verse 5, for your maker is your husband. The Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. Amen. Praise the Lord. Before I preach, I also just want to say Happy Father's Day to all the men around. If you are sitting next to a man or you know, even a boy, they shall become a father one day. Just say, just shake their hand, say, Happy Father's Day. <laughs> women, don't be jealous. I appreciate the women. It's their day today. Amen. Shall we make a loud noise to the Lord? Hallelujah. Glory. Help me also to appreciate the father of my children. Amen. He's a wonderful man. He's a, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. Amen. I'm proud of him. Amen. And my children love him so much. He has a relationship. He has made it a point to have a relationship with them. And I really value that. Amen. Amen. Especially for me, you know, it's, it matters because I, I didn't grow up, you know, in the presence of my father. So, so for me, it matters so much. You know what he does, you know, and I thank God, God has given me such a man. And I know the value of having a father. I understand the importance of having a father because when I look at how I grew up and the things I went through, sometimes, you know, I wish I had a father. But I thank God for, you know, God allows you to go through these things for a purpose. Amen. I still thank God that I managed to find my destiny in the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I value fathers. And despite the fact that my own father was not there for me, but God has provided many, many, many fathers, people that became fathers to my life. From my own relatives, from the church, 
God just sent people that became fathers to me. Even in the community, there were people that I would regard and respect as fathers. They spoke words. They said things that impacted me as fathers in my life. And I really value that. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And going back to the word, we read Isaiah uh, chapter 54. I want us to go also to Isaiah chapter 10. Uh, my brother, you can help me beam Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. In that day, their burden will be lifted from your shoulders. Their yoke from your neck, the yoke will be broken because you have grown so fat. But I think I will prefer the King James. <coughs> and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. I want you to say to your neighbor, because of the anointing. If they can't see us sleeping, shake them and say, because of the anointing. Because of the anointing. Praise the Lord. We have been challenged. God has been speaking word to us that it is time to break forth. God spoke words, you know, the pastor, even when we were with our guest minister, you talked about changing dimensions. God will not just speak a word just for the sake of speaking. For me, I've picked something, and even from what the pastor was talking about last week, that God is saying we are too small where we are. God is saying we are too small where we are. It's time to grow bigger. It's time to enlarge. It's time to extend. It's time to break forth. In Isaiah, in chapter 54, where we're reading, if you use the King James, it says break forth. Break forth. It means the other version, they say spread out. Break forth right and from right and to the left. Break forth in all the sides. And God is desiring. This word is not for nothing. God is not just telling us you know, that it's time is changing. It's a moment of changing dimensions. If you could see the way that Pastor talked about dimensions, how he explained you know, how these dimensions vary, how things happen in one dimension to another, you can tell that this is a season. It's a moment for us as church, as AGP, as, as children of God, that it's time for. It's for a change. It's a time for to change dimension. I don't know from what your state has been like. Maybe you have been in one place for a long time. Maybe you know you have been in one, in one place but God is saying to you, it's time to go higher. It's time to go higher. It's time to go higher. I don't know how many are challenged, but God is saying to us, you know, it's time to grow bigger. It's time to expand. It's time to enlarge. In whatever, in, in every atmosphere, in everything that concerns our lives, in everything that pertains, whether to your career, whether to your family, whether it's about your personal life, your spiritual life, your career, whether it's about your studies, but it is time for you to expand. It is time for you to grow bigger. It is time for you to break forth to break forth, to break out, to spread out, to spread out. On the right side, on the left side, it's time for you to spread out. Maybe some, someone is saying, I've been in this place for too long. I've been in this situation. But it's time for you to break camp. It's time for you to leave that state. And God, you know, God has been telling us, God has been challenging us. Last week, the pastor was saying, you know, it's time for you to, to just dream, to dare to dream. Enlarge your tents, enlarge your course, dare to dream. Dare to become someone. Move 
from being a zero to being a one. Move from being a nobody to being somebody. I tell you, if we look at some of our backgrounds, where we came from, we were nowhere. We were nobodies, but because of God, but because of the grace of God, God has taken me somewhere. When I look back at times, I can look back, all I can see, you know, like what they were saying, the testifiers, I was really blessed by those testimonies. That sometimes we just need to thank God, to thank God. When I look from where I came from, I just thank God. I just bless God. I no longer cry about it. I just bless God. I just thank God. I see where he has taken me. I see where I'm going. Then I know when the word comes like this, it's time for me to break camp. It's time for me to break out, to spread out. Whatever God has designed for me, whatever God has designed for your destiny, God has greater things. God has greater things. And he's challenging us now that break forth. You know, say, 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 he was saying to you, sing, oh barren woman, it's time for you to break out. It's time for you to spread forth. Enlarge your tents. Enlarge your course. I don't know, maybe you thought you have arrived even in this career, but God has greater things for you. God has greater stages for you. You thought maybe you have arrived in this area, but God has greater things. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And God is telling us that spare not, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. That means be strong. And how do we strengthen our stakes? By faith in God. It's time to become strong in our faith. It's time to become stronger in our Lord. God, God commands us that to, he says what, break forth, God say break forth into singing, to sing, that praise. You know, when we praise, when the choir is telling us, don't think that they are just, you know, it's just something, just a, a, a routine we do. Oh, we come to church, we just sing songs. You need to cultivate that that attitude, that habit of praise. Praise liberates. There is power in praise. And when you see the scripture, it tells us that we need to break forth into singing. I want to challenge you. You need to live a life of praise. It doesn't matter. Even there are some situations where it's so hard for you to be praising God. And that's when God requires you to praise. And that's when you find that breakthrough comes with praise. And God is challenging us to, to break forth into praise. We need praise liberates you. Praise liberates you. I was reading one of men of God was challenging me to say, you know what? Some people, they're always complaining. They are always complaining. Every situation, there are some people, even even you know, it might be at work or in what, you find that you, you just don't want to talk to them because all they will tell you is negative things. Whenever, whenever even you want to just hear their, their, their advice or their comment, all they are saying is negative impossible things, all things are not possible, and you know, they just want to say you know, negative things. And it's hard for people like that to praise because you never find any reason to praise God. But God is challenging us that we need to break forth in praise. We need to break forth in praise. I want to challenge some men. Some men, they think that you know, men are, are strong. They cannot cry. They cannot pray. No, praise because it requires emotion. You know the things of God. When my, my bishop would tell me, you know what? You see a man praying. You see some men praying. Tears. You know mucus coming out of your nose. Today is Father's Day. I want to challenge men. You know, you know, it doesn't matter what you think you are strong or what. But before God, there is nothing. Before God, you are just a child. Before God, you are just a son. You need to break forth in praise. You need to express yourself in praise. You need to 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 express yourself in God. Let God touch you. Let God. That's why I talk about the anointing. I love the things of the Spirit of God. And I was I was praying for this message because I was just saying, you know, the word. 
We have received the challenge that it's time to break forth. It's time to enlarge. But how are we going to enlarge? We need the presence of God. We need the anointing of God to enlarge. We need the anointing of God to break forth into, to, for us to fulfill the purpose, to fulfill the destiny. We need the anointing of God. Amen. And when we talk about anointing, some people only think that the anointing is for men of God, it's for those that are good leads in choir, but the anointing is for everybody. It just says the Holy Spirit is there for everyone. The anointing is for everyone. You need the anointing of God for you to achieve whatever you need to achieve. Even in your studies, you need the anointing of God. You need the manifest presence of God. In a day-to-day -day life, you need the manifest presence of God. You need that presence. Sometimes you're even just driving in, in going to work and at times you're about to make a mistake you just find oh it's just the presence of God that has delivered me I would have been involved in a in a bad accident I I, I know I drive going to work long way highway and at times you know I, and I started driving when I was just took my license I was still immature still learning and I was I, at times when I look back and I think oh the mistake that I would have made and when I look I wonder how I survived it and I look back and I thank God it was the manifest presence of God that I sometimes you wonder how you managed to put the brake, how you didn't panic, how you managed to control things. And you wonder, it's because there is the manifest presence of God, the anointing. And for all of us to break forth, to enlarge our cause, to fulfill those dreams that Pastor was challenging us, that you need to dare to dream, we need the anointing of God. There is a measure of, for each and every one of us. We need that anointing. The anointing is the manifest presence of God, it is divine empowerment. Is the empowering of the Holy Spirit. That's what we refer to the anointing. There is a certain, you know, a manifestation. Even you, at times when you have sensed it, that you feel that there, there's just a certain things are happening, the presence of God in your life, and you need that anointing. You need the manifest presence of God. It cannot be manufactured. It cannot be fabricated. You only receive it by the touch of God. You know, it's, and you can, you, either you can have the anointing or not have it. And but you know, as long as the things of God, you know, the good thing is, is just about a hunger, a desire. If you just desire it, God can touch you. God can fill you with the anointing. You can feel the manifest presence of God in a day-to-day -day situation when you are making decisions, when you are doing, when you are even in the exam, you are stuck. You can just you know feel the presence of God can help you. The anointing can help you. Amen. So I want to challenge somebody today that we need the anointing of God. Amen. We need the empowering of the Holy Spirit. It is the anointing that provokes unusual speed. You need speed. You need speed. Amen. The God is telling us it's time to expand. It's time to grow bigger. It's times, you know, at times there were you were maybe the times you were you thought you were stuck in one sea, in one, you know, in a certain level in your life. Have you ever noticed sometimes some people suddenly they just progress somehow? They just progress. You know, you thought maybe you have been left out, you have been left behind, but when the anointing comes, the anointing can bring speed. The anointing can bring speed. You are able to overtake those that have gone before you. They will wonder those that have bought houses many years ago, and the time you bought by your own, the time you, you know, things will just, there's just this speed. There's just this speed, and it is by the anointing of God. We need the anointing of God. That's why in Isaiah it says, because of the anointing, the yokes shall be broken. Because we want to, we, we, there have been challenged, it's time to dream, to enlarge our course, to grow bigger. But you find that at times there are limitations. 
There are things that limit us. Even times it's people. People look down upon you. You go to an interview, then they think, oh, this one. With this one, this one, they measure your height, your weight, whatever, everything, and they just cancel you out. Have you ever noticed, sometimes you've gone wondered, why, what has happened? You know, they just look and they just can't, the things that limit you, but by the anointing, those things can be broken. The anointing will cause people to favor you. You will become more desirable. They will wonder why. No, you, you, know, you didn't even perform well, but we just want you. We just want you. Thank God for you, Ibrahim. You will continue to fight for that job. Now you will keep it. God remembered you. God delivered you. They will not wonder why, but we are just giving you this. We are just doing it for you. The anointing gives you favor. Praise the Lord. So I'm just going to share, to share some things. There are many things that the anointing does. How, how we experience a breaking forth by the anointing. So number one is anointing breaks limiting yokes. Anointing breaks limiting yokes. Like Isaiah 10 was saying, because of the anointing, by reason of the anointing, the yokes shall be broken. Those things, whatever, those same people were measuring you. They were thinking you cannot be this, you cannot, but God can just destroy those strongholds. The yoke can be broken by reason of the anointing. Sometimes we have even yokes, limitations, things that run in our generation. They will say that in your generation, in your ancestral line, nobody ever gets to this or nobody ever lives to this age, but by the anointing, those things can be broken and you can live beyond that age. You can achieve more than your ancestors. You can achieve and do more than your parents did by the reason of the anointing. Because of the anointing, the, yoke, the anointing breaks yokes. It breaks limitations. And when yokes are broken, potential is realized. When yokes are broken, potential is released. When yokes are broken, there is progress in motion. Amen. Praise the Lord. If we go to Psalm 105, go to me, brother on, I want, to, I want you to help me. Psalm 105, verse 17 to 21. I will read quickly. And the light of Israel. Oh, it is gone. I will need your assistance because of my time. Psalm 105, verse 17. And he sent a man before them, Joseph, sold as a slave. They bruised his feet with shackles. His neck was put in irons. Till what he foretold came to pass, till the word of the Lord proved him true. The king sent and released him. The ruler of people set him free. He made him master of his household, ruler over all he, he possessed, to instruct his princes as he pleased and teach his elders wisdom. Amen. When Joseph was released, when the chains and they know they, they had put chains that he was in prison, he was bound, but God delivered him in a way. And then the Pharaoh called for him. And when he was released, you see that he became ruler of the household. He became, his potential was released. You, you can now see how Joseph progressed, how he ended up being a governor in Egypt because the yokes were broken. When they put him in prison, he was in prison, chains were put upon him, but because of God, because of the manifest presence of God, the yoke was broken, and Joseph realized his potential. Amen. 
It is change that prevents changes. And any time chains are broken, change happens. Amen. So for us to progress, for us to move on to the, to the next dimension, where God has challenged us to, they, we need the anointing to break every yoke. Anything that has been limiting us, it doesn't matter family-wise, it doesn't matter career-wise, it doesn't matter, you know, God can break those things. Amen. Praise the Lord. And number two, anointing brings about supernatural speed and acceleration. You know, God pours out an, when God pours out an anointing upon your life, you will accelerate. You know, you will accelerate. You know, like if you are in the highway, if you are driving, you know, like here they say 120, 130. I talk about it because I, now I drive every day. And, you know, I know at times when there is hold up and I'm doing 50 kilometers, I delay. I, at times it takes me one hour, one hour, 30 minutes to get to work. But when I'm accelerating, when I'm doing the normal 130, the maximum, I know I get to work in 35 minutes. Praise the Lord, church. So when the anointing comes, the anointing gives us acceleration. It, the anointing, it causes supernatural speed. Sometimes you don't understand things and the way things will just happen. God will accelerate things and you need the anointing. I don't know what situation you've been growing through. I don't know what has been happening in your life, but there are some situations, there are some things where you just need the anointing to accelerate, where you just need the supernatural speed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So to accelerate, it means to make faster progress. You go, it, it goes faster. It means you, you increase the velocity, you increase the motion. And we need the anointing. When the anointing comes, there is acceleration. When the anointing comes, things change. Things move at a faster speed. They move at God's speed. Amen. When the servant of, uh, 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 when the servant of Abraham wa was going to look for a, for, for a wife, for you, I know he says, God, give me God's speed. In some, there are situations and moments we need God's speed. And by the anointing, we have that God's speed. Amen. The anointing helps us to accelerate. Amen. And at times, we have lost some time. The other time, we're talking about time. That, you know, it, it, the anointing causes us to accelerate and to compensate for that time. At times we look at life, maybe even you have wasted your own life. But when the anointing comes, God compensates for that time in an amazing way. You go, you just see that things, you progress, you make progress, you make progress. And so it is important that you have an anointing. You receive the anointing, the manifest presence of God in your life. As a child of God, you need the anointing. Amen. Praise the Lord. And also, number three, now anointing brings about breakthrough and direction. The anointing gives breakthrough and direction. If we read First Chronicles chapter 14, First Chronicles 14, from verse 8 to 17, we also were being told about David. David is one of the people who walked in the anointing of God. When we look at the life of David, he understood the presence of God. He walked in the anointing of God. And when we look at his life, and we, I'll read, and when the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek David, and David heard of it and went out against them. Verse 9. And the Philistines came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines, and will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said unto him, Go up, for I will deliver them into your hand. Verse 11. 
So they came up to Baal-perazim, and David smote them there. Then David said, God has broken in upon mine enemies by mine hand like the breaking forth of waters. Therefore they called the name of that place Baal-perazim. And when they had left their gods there, David gave a commandment, and they were burned with fire. And the Philistines yet again spread themselves abroad in the valley. Therefore David inquired again of God, and God said unto him, Go not up after them, turn away from them, and come up from them over against the mulberry trees. And it shall be when thou shalt hear a sound of going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt go out to battle, for God is gone forth before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. David therefore did as God commanded him, and they smote the host of the Philistines from Gibbon even to Gaza. Verse 17. And the fame of David went out into all lands, and the Lord brought the fear of him upon all nations. So David, he walked in the anointing. He understood the presence of God. He asked for direction. The anointing gives direction. Many of us, we, want, we, 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 we make our plans. You decide this is the guy you want to marry. Oh, this guy is nice. Then you now go to God and say, God bless this. God bless this marriage. Before you even started, did you go and inquire of the Lord? If you inquire, God will give you direction. God will show you and lead you to the right person. But many times we don't want to wait upon God. We want to do it our own way and we want to come to with our predetermined plans and now commit them to God. But you see the way David lived his life. He would go and inquire of the Lord. And God would give him instruction. That time he said, you know, they, the Philistines had gone to the valley of Rephaim. And God told him, no, you will not go there. Go there and wait in this place, Baal-perazim. God will lead you to the place of victory when you wait upon him. The anointing will lead you into victory. You will now we wait, you will call upon God, and God will lead you to that place of victory. And David, you know, the, all the two, two, two situations, God asked, inquired of the Lord first. And he says, you know, God has allowed me to break through my enemies by my hand. God will give you breakthrough. The anointing will lead you. The anointing will guide you into breakthrough. Whatever situation you are facing in life, you will need the anointing of God. You will need the manifest presence of God. We need to call upon God for us to move on to the next dimension, for us to, pre to grow bigger. We need the anointing for breakthroughs. There are some situations, some areas where you just need a breakthrough, where you just understand you just need a breakthrough. It's like a, 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 just a cutting forth. A barrier is just broken for you. And that's why David called that place Baal-perazim, the God of breakthroughs. The anointing gives breakthroughs. The anointing gives direction. When we are willing to wait upon God, he will lead us and guide us. Amen. Praise the Lord. And through the hand of David, God brought forth the breakthroughs. God will use you. By your hand, you will do things. By your hand, by your mind, God will use you. Because as you wait and inquire of the Lord, the anointing will rest upon you. The touch of God, the hand of God will rest upon you. And you will do great and mighty things. Amen. You know, when we look at the story of Elijah, when Elijah, you know, when he overtook Ahab and he was already, and you know, in First Kings 18, verse 44 to 46, if you open for me, First Kings 18, verse uh, 46, you know, in like even it refers, also refers back to the anointing of acceleration. That, you know, God just led Elijah in such a way and that, you know, Ahab, they were surprised, they were shocked that, you know, Elijah has already come. He says the hand of the Lord was upon him. 
And that hand, if you look at the translation, saying the power of God was upon him. We need the power of God, beloveds. In whatever we do, we need the power of God. The power of God. Sometimes, you know, we want to limit God to situations. You think, oh, this one, I tackle it on my own. But God is the God of everything. God is everywhere. Even in your career life, you know, when you choose your career, in everything, you know, sometimes we just think, oh, it's only for spiritual things, for church, for my ministry, but God is everything. You need the hand of God upon your life. And that's why is challenging somebody. Do you have the hand of God over your life? Do you have the power of God over your life? Are you sure you're walking under the anointing? Are you sure that the hand of the Lord is upon you? Are you sure that the hand of the Lord is upon you? Sometimes it is referred as the oil of gladness. That you have the oil of gladness. Sometimes you are so full of sadness, so full of sorrow. You just need the presence of God. The anointing gives that oil of joy, that oil of gladness. You find you might want anything that comes. It will not disrupt you. It will not distract you because you have the anointing. Because you have that oil of gladness. So no matter what they try to do, no matter how much they want to harass you, no matter how much they want to take away your joy, your peace in this kind of world we live today some people will just want to distract you they just want to to know just go after your life but with the anointing nothing will disturb you you need the hand of the lord i want to challenge somebody that you need the hand of the lord amen so anointing brings about from that story of david we see that it brings about breakthroughs whatever situation we've been trying to break through then we have just been but when the anointing comes when the presence of god is there there will be breakthrough the anointing gives direction just as the same way david received direction god can give you direction no matter how small a thing you think you have never noticed that when you wake up to pray, when you are in a pray, when you are in the praying mode, not those days when you are lazy to pray, when you know, when you are praying, when you are seeking God, you are studying your word, and you just find a simple thing, just like, oh, let me take a bus, and just say, ah, no, let me let that bus go, let me take the one coming, and you go a few millimeters away, you see that that bus is in an accident. The, 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 going, the hand of God is just upon you. The presence of God. God will just lead you. God will just direct you. And we need that presence of God. Amen. The anointing creates supernatural openings. Number four. The anointing creates supernatural openings. Doors of destinies that were closed. Sometimes you will feel like uh, the things have not been moving in your life. Sometimes situations happen. Doors are seem to be closed. But when the anointing comes, when the anointing comes, when the presence of God comes, I tell you doors will be opened. Doors will be opened. In Revelation chapter 3 verse 8, it says, I have opened a door where no man can shut. Which no man can shut. When God has open that door. Nobody can shut it. No matter how much they will try to, uh, to avoid you, no matter how much they will try to close it, but when God has opened a door, no man can shut it. And when the anointing comes, there will be supernatural openings. Isaiah 45 from verse 1. Isaiah 45, if you can beam it up for me. Isaiah 45 from verse 1. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden, to subdue nations before him, and I will loose the loins of kings, to open before him the two-lived gates, and the gates shall not be shut. The gates shall not be shut. God, when God is opened, when God opens the treasures, the things that she has set for you, no man can shut it. When the anointing comes, God creates those supernatural openings, and no man can shut it. Amen. 
So no matter whatever, whatever door of opportunity that God is for us, whatever it is, whether in our lives, in our marriages, in our financial situations, when the anointing is there, when the anointing comes, God opens doors. Amen. God can open those doors supernaturally. Praise the Lord. The word of God says in Zechariah 4, verse 6, that it is not by mighty, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. His anointing can take us to greater places. His anointing can change dimensions for us. Anointing increases your authority. You know, as a child of God, you have a spiritual authority or a sphere of influence. There are some things which cannot play around you. Demons cannot be playing around you. You know, some demons cannot do party in your house when you have child of God full of the anointing. Demons cannot be parting in your house. People cannot just do all those kind of wishy-washy things in your presence when you have the anointing. You need to have a spiritual authority as a child of God. One time the pa pastor was sharing, he was saying about this pastor when they, you know, he has this family, they always say, oh, the family come, they go to the rural area, they do rituals, but because when you became a child of God, whenever they want to do those rituals, and as long as he is there, those spirits, those mediums will not manifest. Because he had an anointing. He, had, he was walking in the anointing. And when the presence of God is there, some things should not manifest. They should understand that there is a greater power. There is a child of God. There is somebody's child. There is a child of the king. And when these two things are manifesting in your presence and they are playing party in your house, you are, can't sleep because of demons. You can't sleep. You are, those things should bow down. The presence of God should come upon you. The hand of God should come upon you. You must have an authority as a child of God. I was reading one time the one one man of God was challenging me that even when you come to a city, they should know that the, a child of God has come. Demons in a city should know. Demons in Wakningen should know that a child of God has come in. Not to just come in and then nothing. And you know, there should be a spiritual authority that you should have. And it is the anointing, the presence of God that increases that authority, that increases that spiritual authority. You command things. You command situations. In your family, you command things. A child cannot sleep crying the whole night. And all of you are struggling. You command things. Whatever is making the child to be restless, things that are making the child not to cry, you command it. You command it because you have the anointing. Because of the anointing. Say to somebody, because of the anointing. By reason of the anointing. Anointing also brings about favor. Number six. Anointing brings about favor. You find yourself desirable. You know, the anointing speaks on your behalf. You find yourself floating with divine favor. People will just like you. I've heard some situations at work where some people will tell me, ah, oh, don't go to that person, that person. She will never help anybody. She will never. One time I had a very, I needed an urgent situation. I had an audit and we needed help and the auditors were coming the next day. I went to that person, that guy whom they were saying that guy is impossible. And the guy worked the whole day for me, helping me, making my things right. And I was wondering, in my head, saying, what, are those, what were those people saying? The guy could not just resist it. He was just there to help me. And never complained, never what. We were even now saying, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. He, he just did. And people would say, he would never help anybody. But when the anointing, the anointing, the presence of God is there, they cannot resist you. God just makes you desirable. Like I was saying, someone they'll say, we do not know why we hired you, but we just liked you. Oh, and you, you will know there's something. 
there is something. There is the anointing upon your life. They cannot resist the presence of God upon your life. I want to challenge somebody. You need the presence of God. Man, it's Father's Day today. We need men who walk in the anointing. Men who are walking in the anointing. Men who take charge in their homes because of the anointing. Men who know who, know who they are because of the anointing. Some men, they just, many men, if you notice, okay, Many churches are full, of, are full of women. But many men, even if they are there, some they just don't do anything. They just want to come. They just want to just want. And some men even in the house. But I want to challenge you. You have the anointing of God. You have the presence of God. We need to take responsibility as men. We need to show, to walk in that anointing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Acts 10 verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. If Jesus Christ, the Son of God, needed the anointing, how much more us? How much more us? The word of God told me he lived 33 years. For 30 years he wasn't without, he was not with the anointing. But the three and a half years he had at the anointing, look the things he did. The things that Jesus Christ did. You know, Daniel 11, 32 says, Those that know they are God, they shall be strong and do exploits. We will do exploits with the anointing. We will do exploits in our families. We will do exploits in our careers. They will know a child of God is working here. But the work you, you the way you work, don't disgrace God. Because they say this is a Christian and you are the one not performing at work. They should know that there is an anointing. There is something. There is something different about you. There is somebody different because of the presence of God. If Jesus needed the anointing. What about us? What about us? Look at the life of David. Or the things he anointed. Because David walked in the anointing. If you look at Daniel, he walked in the anointing. If you look at Joseph, they understood the anointing. They understood the presence of God. And those the things that they, they did, they achieved because they knew and they understood the presence of God. They desired. They did. You know the things, one thing I like about God, God does not force things on us. You have to desire. You have to have a hunger. Enes, can you please come on to the keyboard? I want somebody today to be challenged. I want somebody to receive the anointing, to break forth the anointing for you to spread out, the anointing for you to go to that dimension. God has challenged us. Where we know in, on Facebook, don't we say challenge accepted? We challenge one another and we say challenge accepted. For me, it's a challenge that I have accepted, that I have to change my dimension. I don't know if you don't want, but look, look at me after six months or so. You will see that I'm in another dimension because I have accepted that challenge. I want us to rise up on our feet. I want us to receive the anointing today. Receive the anointing. Cry out to God today. Cry out to Jesus. What God just why just say, I want more. I want more of you, Lord. I want more of you, Lord Jesus. I need the anointing. I need the manifest presence of God. I need, when you have it, you do not walk in fear. You are bold. You wonder why some people are bold. They are bold to do things. But you, you live in fear. You are always afraid but when the anointing comes upon you there will be no more fear you will be able you will start doing things you will start showing forth the glory and the power of God so I want you to talk to God today that Lord whatever situation that I've been but today I want to receive your manifest presence I want to walk in the anointing I want to live with the anointing I want to walk in the anointing I want to walk in the presence of God let the presence of God manifest in my life let the presence of God manifest in my life let the anointing bring breakthrough. I don't know what situation you are facing right now. I don't know whatever you are going through, what stage of your life it is right now. But you are going to pray that, Lord, let your anointing come forth upon my life. I need your touch. 
I need your touch. I need your touch to anyone that is open. The Lord will fill you with your spirit. The Holy Spirit brings the anointing. The Holy Spirit brings the manifest presence of God. And you can start to show for the presence of God. If people come to church, but not everyone in church is full of the anointing. You need to ask for God. You need to hunger and to desire for it. Ask God to fill you. God can fill you with his presence. God can fill you with the manifest presence. Murenda rabaka shanda rabakata. Murenda rabaka shinde rebekete. Murenda rabaka shinda rabakanda. Murenda robokota rabaka shinde rabakayanda. Murenda rabaka shinde rebekete. Rekaya tatara makanda. Rekaya tatara makashima. Rekaya tatara makasanda. Rekaya tete rabaka shinda. Rekaya tete ramakanda. Murenda rabaka shanda rabaka. Murenda rabakaya. Murenda rebeketa. Murenda Rabakashinda, anoint us, O Ka. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your presence. Father, I pray for your touch. Holy Ghost touch. Holy Ghost touches. Holy Ghost touches. Holy Ghost touches. O Rakashinda Rabaka. O Rekeanda Ramakasanda. Fill us with your anointing. Fill us with your presence. Have your way. Rakashinda Rabaka. Rakashinda Roboka. Rakashinda Rebekete. Murenda Rebekesinda Rabaka. Murenda Rebekesinda Rabaka. Thank you.